there. Welcome back. I'm Karen Hall, your host of the Hero Within podcast. I'm passionate about sharing inspiring true stories of unsung heroes who've overcome some of life's most challenging adversities. Come along with me and learn how you too can find hope and healing to return to love. It's not easy to see the gifts in our adversity, but that's just what Ashley found. In part two, we learn about the healing Ashley experienced, not only physically, but emotionally too. You're going to love hearing about the miracles in her life and how her near-death experience continues to impact her life today. In addition, her stroke has blessed her to now help her special needs children And Ashley continues to talk about how her trials are beautiful because of the growth she experienced and because of the gifts in her adversities. What purpose is this going to serve in my life? How is this going to help me grow? And I felt like the Savior gave me a hug and he was saying, you are supposed to be alive because I need you. I need you to bear testimony of me that I'm real. And my therapists that were helping me to rehabilitate, they were amazed because they're like, how are you not broken right now? How are you not crying all the time? You're super young, healthy, a mom of five, and you can't walk. You can't even eat food. Like what? They were just so shocked. And I just felt so sustained by the hope that it was going to be okay. And I know that was because of Christ. But I also learned so many beautiful things through that recovery. And so it's like, okay, our trials can actually really be beautiful because there's so much growth, personal growth that can happen. Tell us about some of the growth that you had with with that after that mountain bike accident. My relationship with my husband reached a whole new level um, because I was really dependent on him in so many ways, because he was doing so much, taking care of the children, helping with the house, helping me. Uh, And I gained a whole new appreciation for him. Um, Not that I didn't appreciate him before, but we became really true best friends and soulmates during that time. Um, In the furnace, like the fiery furnace, we had no choice but to grow and to become closer and to rely on each other. And I witnessed in him this gentleness and Christ-like attributes that just started to to emerge that I felt so blessed by. I needed him. And give a little background, we had had marital problems in the past. We were very close to separating. Our first 10 years of marriage were really hard. My dad died. Um, We faced various trials. And honestly, like a few years before my stroke, like we were in a very volatile position. I think the stroke was a miracle, really, because it changed our hearts and brought us to Christ and helped heal our relationship by turning to Christ. I think that was a huge way of growth. And I recognize really what's important. Um, I think one of the key lessons I've learned in life is balance. Uh, I have always been an overachiever, 
want to do it perfect. I hyper-focus on things and I still struggle with it, but I've also realized like I've got to have balance in my life. Um, and that has translated to me actually like becoming really physically fit. I, I have put my health as a priority. So I work out almost five to six days a week and I try to eat better. I'm intentional with my time with my children. I, um, I'm more organized because I have to be, my brain can't handle it when things are disorganized. (laughs) So it's like, I was naturally never a really super organized person. So the fact that I've been able to really turn a weakness into a strength has been a really beautiful thing for me too. I feel like I'm just a new person. Honestly, I, I, I know that it sounds maybe cliche, but I do feel like I was born again. Um, I think back to who I was prior to the stroke and I recognize her, but I, I do feel that I'm, I'm a better person. I'm polished, maybe more polished than I was before. You know, that your experience, it just really touches my heart. (laughs) The healing, not only in you physically, in your marriage, you know, we all go through hard things in our marriage and to have have that healing influence between you and your husband and to, to bring you closer together. And I can only imagine that he probably felt like he could have lost you, you know, and, and sometimes it's not until we don't have something that we really start to appreciate it. And so it just really touches my heart because that's a, that's a beautiful gift, beautiful gift. And, and just, you kind of remind me of a near-death experience because it was a near-death experience. You were very close to death. And, and and through it all, through all the hard that you went through to, to keep turning back to the Savior, even though you had moments when it was dark, you kept turning back to the Savior and you kept focusing on the, the miracles and, and looking for the miracles and, and the strength that you had received and, and the blessings, you know, to, to be there with your children and to have people coming and helping you and you could have been mad <laughs> people were helping you, you know? yeah. instead you know you were grateful that this mm-hmm. is so beautiful thank you who i am naturally has so many weaknesses and i feel like without christ i would have been a very angry and dark place and like why did this happen like i i was set to be like successful and have this support my family and we would have been able to go on trips and you know all those things but then it was like Ashley none of those things matter really like are you going to take any of those things with you in the next life no what matters is your relationship with God with Christ with your husband with your children with the people that surround you and I honestly feel that my heart has opened and I feel this love for people around me I I want to help. I want to do whatever I can to make their lives better, to ease their burden. And not that I didn't do that before. I tried to be a good person, but my emphasis, my focus has changed. Um, And not every day is easy. Not every day is perfect. But I really feel that by trying to be intentional and serve others, when I feel like I'm sad or depressed, when I go outside for a walk or a trail run, my whole perspective shifts. And I've found ways to care for myself, not only physically, but spiritually and emotionally that I didn't know. And I didn't have those in my toolbox before. 
Um, instead, I turn to a gallon of ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes I still do. But like balance, like I, I feel like I've found a more balanced way of life and in my marriage. And um, it's not a curse that I had this joke. It's actually really the probably one of the best gifts I've been given in this life. One of the things that I've seen in you and, and I hear in you talking is this emphasis on grace. And it wasn't just receiving grace, you know, through the power of the atonement and being sustained and strengthened above your and beyond your own abilities. But you also have such a love in your heart in the grace that you offer to others. And mm-hmm. and that's an amazing thing too, because sometimes it can be hard to offer grace to others, especially if if we're going through those hard, dark times, you know, or or mm-hmm. you know, conflict in a in a relationship or something. But I, I sense in you that that love is but the love that you felt from the Savior transformed you in, in an even greater way. You already had that, but even more so that you had even greater love and and a, and a greater ability to offer grace to others. Well, yeah, I do. And, you know, what's interesting is, um, so my dad, he passed away unexpectedly in 2008, like six weeks after my husband and I got married. He was on a business trip, had a heart attack had multiple heart attacks and died within 24 hours. And um, I think that kind of set us up for failure for the first 10 years of our marriage because it rocked my world so much. Um, And through that experience of losing my dad, I also grew so much and really gained the testimony of the plan of salvation. And I knew it was real. I could not deny it. I actually felt my dad squeeze my hand from the other side when I was delivering my daughter, my first baby. And Beautiful. my sister received a, a blessing right after he passed. And she was given the blessing that he was supposed to die because he could do more for us on the other side than he could here. But he needed to go because I, Ashley, needed him especially. Oh, and that, that was like, what, um, like 10 years or so before my stroke was so far past when he yeah. died. And I really do feel like I needed to have that testimony of the plan and have the angel sustain me with along with Christ during my stroke. And I think my dad was a pivotal guardian angel for me during that time. Um, I I needed him. and. I'm not afraid of death. I could have died and I would have been fine. And in fact, I do think when I was in and out of consciousness those first four days, I do wonder if I had some near-death experiences. I do too. Um, I don't remember them, um, but I can't explain the feeling that happened in my heart. I can't. It's not something I chose. It was given. And... um, I'm so, I'm so grateful. Um, and I, my kids, my two oldest actually have recently been diagnosed um, with some really severe disabilities. What's interesting is they've figured out it's something with his frontal cortex and his brain. And I was recently talking to a friend and she's like, Ashley, your stroke is actually for your children, I think, because you have 
you have a brain injury, like your brainstem, a big majority of it died atrophied and your body had to figure out new ways to function. And the neuroplasticity of your brain is a miracle. And think about all the things you did to gain back your function. She's like, you could do that with your kids, your special needs children. (laughs) It was like a light bulb went off. I'm like, oh my gosh, you're so right. That is yet another reason that I needed to go through this because I needed to have a level of empathy and knowledge to be able to help my children who need this to, to basically have their brains that aren't functioning like the rest of us do. People may look and be like, wow, you have so many hard things. You feel like you're being punished. But I don't. I, I really do feel like it's actually opening up my eyes to the eternal plan of things and what really matters. We can choose to let our trials destroy us or we can choose to let God in and let them build us up. And that's what I want to do. I want to choose to grow from it. Yeah. Yeah. I I think that's so fascinating because so many times I feel like we go through trials and it is for the benefit of us to change us, but it's also for us to be able to strengthen someone else. And I've had that experience where I've gone through things and then my children have later and I've been like, oh my goodness, what a, what a blessing that I have something to offer them now because of what I went through. I have some tools that I can teach them. And, and the same with you, with your children. What a gift. And I feel the enabling power bless you to have the attitude that you do, to have your eyes open, to have your heart change. To, to look for things to be grateful for because sometimes it's hard to see those things and I believe that it's a gift to have hope that it's I can choose that I want to have it and I can say yes I'm choosing it but sometimes I can't feel it and yeah. I feel like that that's only by the gift of God when I can feel hope I, I feel like that's a direct gift of, from the atonement and I and I feel you have that gift mm, thank you and yeah, I'm not going to say it's perfect. Like, I mean, there are right. plenty of days I want to lay in bed and cry because life right. feels overwhelming. Yeah. Um, but in those moments, I'll throw on a podcast that's Christ-centered or about the Bible or the Book of Mormon or about Come Follow Me. And I instantly feel like, okay, I can let go of this anxiety that I'm feeling. I know what's actually real and where I'm going, what matters, and it helps get me through it. It doesn't take everything away, but it helps me to have the tools in my toolbox to be able to get through the day. Um, I was going to ask you, do you have any favorite scriptures or songs or little phrases that that have helped you that you kind of hang on to? um, So actually, like David Archuleta's song, My Little Prayer, was like on repeat in my hospital room. And he says, Heavenly Father, can you hear me? Are you really there? Um, I'm learning to be faithful. (laughs) And I know that sometimes my prayers, that the answers aren't immediate, but I know you're there. And just, I'm not saying all the words correctly, but like his message of hope and his words and that song really just verbalized so well what I was feeling and music is a huge way that I connect with the spirit um I actually have a playlist on Spotify called the faves of Dave (laughs) I love him but it's not just David Archuleta and um 
I honestly listen to it more than anything else because it just makes me feel hope and happiness more than any other type of music. And um, I have been in a Bible study. Uh, I go every week on Thursday with this interfaith group of women, and we've been studying the life of Esther uh, and her story. And um, I've actually really grown to love the Bible. It's been a huge source of strength and to delve into the gospel and to hear their insights and to hear interfaith testimonies and their relationship with Christ. And I think that's also been something that my eyes have opened to as well, is that I have an appreciation for all faiths now. And I glean so much truth and hope from all that they have to offer. And I I feel like I have a more well-rounded view of Christ. Um, Another thing that I love is the chosen. I I felt Christ, but obviously I've never seen him. And the actor in The Chosen that plays Christ is just really resonates with the feelings that I felt in my hospital room. Um, and so it's like I feel like I'm seeing my friend. And I love I love his sense of humor. I love the warmth in his eyes. Um, it's it feels like coming home when I watch it. Um, and so, yeah, like if you haven't watched it, you need to watch it because it's so amazing. And it's not just like, uh, LDS church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. It's not even made by the church. It's like made by someone completely different and it's so beautiful. And, uh, we all have access to Christ regardless of what religion we are. He loves us. And Uh, I think just choosing to make him an integral part of our lives through podcasts, through books, through what we watch, you know, taking care of our bodies, serving, like that all brings us closer to him. And so I think that's how I'm trying to use my time. I'm not perfect, but I definitely feel like it's made a huge impact on my life to put those into practice, if that makes any sense. Totally. That totally makes sense. And I, I think that we do feel a very close association with God when we're doing those things. And um, so that that helps us, you know, to, to put things in perspective. Well, thank you so much. Thank you for sharing your love. And, and, and we feel your love. And we feel your love for the Savior. And we feel your love for mankind. It just, it just comes through so strong. And, and you've lifted me, you've blessed me. And I feel closer to the Lord when I hear you speak and it makes me want to to be more loving and it makes me want to look for more miracles in my life. And so thank you for the hope that you shared and thank you for your testimony. Thank you for your love for the Savior and for testifying of how he has enabled you in so many ways, emotionally and physically and, and continues to enable you to this day. And thank you for that. That's such a gift. Well, I have to say you're one of the living angels in my life. And I know it's not a coincidence that you were my friend and my neighbor. And you've done so much to me, for me and my family. And you, your actions are Christ-like. And you are more Christ-like than you give yourself credit for. Um, And so thank you because you helped me to grow too. And I'm honored to have the opportunity to be here um, to share my story. And I, I hope that it's received well, that people know I'm very flawed. I'm not perfect in any way, but I definitely rely on Christ to get through this life. And I hope that you'll turn to Christ too. 
Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for your love for the Savior and thank you for your love for us. And I know that you're, you are a living example and you are a walking miracle. And so when we see you, we think of Christ because we think of the miracle that you're here and we're so grateful you're still here. Wasn't that fabulous to hear how Ashley miraculously defied the odds and regained her abilities? I rejoiced with Ashley in the miracles in her marriage and in her newfound realization that her journey of healing from her stroke could help her newly diagnosed special needs children. My hope is that just like Ashley did in her dark moments, that you will also turn to the Savior for His healing and His reassurance of how much He loves you and that His hope will sustain and strengthen you. Thursday, I'll reflect on Ashley's thoughts. I'll see you then. Thank you so much for being here and listening to today's show. I know life is busy. I appreciate you and value the time we spend together. If you enjoyed this message, please subscribe, leave a review, and include any questions you have for our guest. I'll read your review and mention you by name in my Thursday episode. See the show notes to get the link to join our Facebook group, email list, and to listen and watch our episode on YouTube. Wishing you lots of love in your own hero's journey.